Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, guys? You are now tuned in to Pretty Little Liars, the Perfectionist After Show, episode four, entitled The Ghost Sonata. Mason is taking charge, secrets are revealed, and t- Allison finds Taylor. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey guys, we are back with another after show of The Perfectionist, episode four. I am here with my lovely co-host Shay. How are you today? I'm really excited to talk about this episode. It was so good. Me too. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but today we're gonna talk about we have to talk about Mason and this new man that he's all of a sudden become. Um <laughs> Kaylin's truth to Ava. Andrew and Dylan's little relationship issues, Kaylin and Jeremy, and then, you know, Allison finds Taylor. And then, who is Ray? We have to talk about all of that. But before we get into it, what were your overall thoughts? Overall thoughts, I am. I was super happy with the episode. I love the paying homage to Pretty Little Liars with the A. That was everything. Oh, that I, was. I held my breath for a second because I was just like, Me too. Hey, what is you doing in Beacon Heights, sir? Right. Um, or, you know, sir, ma'am, whichever one you pretended to be at the time. But right. still, <laughs> um, I have questions now. But, like, in the fact that it was Ava, I was just like, you guys really did that. Thank you so much for paying homage for No, me. it definitely, like, tripped me up a bit. I was like, whoa. I, no, at first I was kind of like, are we really bringing A back? Like, I was like, <laughs> can we just, you know, keep up the little new thing here? But, um, yeah, I thought overall it was a good episode. I thought it was interesting how, you know, the episode began with Allison, you know, telling people, like, telling them, like, you know, for you guys to become close and become a family, you should start telling your secrets and things like that. But I feel like this season, I mean, this episode, it kind of backfired for all of them. Like, yeah. All of it just kind of fell apart when they started revealing secrets. Um, but speaking of that, let's just go ahead and get into secrets and the Mason drama. How did you feel about Mason? He started the episode taking charge. Like, I'm the new Nolan. When are we going to meet up? Like, just throwing all of these secret, you know, gems at them, letting them know, like, hey, I know what Nolan has on you. So pretty much, you might as well fall up under my wing, like how Nolan had you guys, so I won't reveal your secrets. How did you feel about that? I want to be like, first of all, didn't nobody tell you put your coffee on my tab? (laughs) Second of all, excuse you, sir. Who are you to tell me that I need to let my tall British man go because he's not quote unquote good for me? Who are you? Who are you? Like, oh, because I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to be with you now. Is that okay? Let me tell something to you. I will. I would like. I would seriously have to keep so much composure. Like they they did it so well where they like yeah. kept a bunch of he, obviously he left, but me, I'm a whole different type of breed. Yeah, may I don't know he he was just a character this episode. He his ego literally is has gone through the roof. It's gone. But I'm trying to figure out how did he find out these secrets? Like how did he find all of this information on them? Okay, so this is my theory. Cause cause when I talk about what you said last week, I'm like I can kind of get with it. The only thing I, only reason. 
it it went track for me is because I feel like the reason he stopped Caitlyn in the second episode was because he had already went. He knew somehow knew where Nolan's stash was, so he went and stole it before Dylan can get there. Okay, which is how he knew. Okay. Okay, I, I guess I can see that. I'm trying to like, you took me back, girl. I was on this episode. I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? Because you um, know, like he stopped Kaylin. That's why Dylan went by himself. Yeah, and the only thing there was a note. The box was gone and everything. It was right. just the note that Dylan found. Yeah, so maybe I don't know, but I thought that was really crazy. Um, how did you feel about? So they they started, you know, after Mason was doing all of this crazy stuff, they were like, we need to plot against him. Like, we still think he's the killer, so we need to come up with this game plan. They set it all up, went to the coffee shop or whatever, and everything, like, everything they tried to do ended up backfiring. Like, how did you feel about that whole conversation and how it completely went left between Caitlyn and Mason and then how she lied to Ava um, saying, like, oh, nothing happened when really Mason revealed that he had something on Caitlyn also? Well, I mean, I feel it's par for the course. A bit like, you're going to lie. Like, technically, they're not friends. Like, this is this is the difference between what Allison was telling them. Because with her and, obviously, Emily, Hannah, and them, they were friends for years mm-hmm. to tell each other secrets. They And though they've known each other for years, they've never been close because Nolan kept them separate. So now trying to put all their trust in each other... That takes time, too. Right. No, but what I'm saying is just, like, they had it all set up. Like, we're going to frame him, and it just completely went left. Like, He's, how are they going to recover from this? Well, sure. I mean, I guess there is no recovery, because now it's just, like, I don't know. I would be scared to go against him now, which he's kind of put this fear into them now. I, I really feel like you got, like you guys got your secrets. If you won't tell each other, tell Allison at least. Like, because she, yeah. I think she's the only one who's, because she's been through it for years. She's mm-hmm. the only one who also can handle it. Yeah, in a way like she can actually legit. She's smart enough to handle Mason. If not, also send Mona after him. She'll she'll get you. Yeah, she got you. Yeah, she will. I don't know. Mason just really tripped me up this episode. I don't know. I can't remember, but I think that was my prediction. I was like, he was gonna come back strong, full force, (laughs) and that's what he did this episode. He he has some newfound ego or something going on. Like you got the whole scoreboard, the eye, like I see right, and then like right. when Jer- like Jeremy showed up, like and he popped up. I want to be like, dude. First yeah. of all, why are you here on my track, Mason? Why are you just hello? How are you? And not, not only that, he's also finna blow up Dylan and Andrew's mm-hmm. thing. Why are you just introduce yourself to my man, sir? Yeah, but, okay, so my thing is, I'm trying to look back on my notes. What did he have, like, why does he feel like he- Jeremy is not a good fit for Caitlyn? Like, he was pretty much saying, I know the good, the bad, the British, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a funny quote that, that he a, said. That was a great, that was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, so then he's just like, um, I don't like him for you. What was that about? I just don't understand why he, you know, what what does he have against um, Caitlyn's relationship with Jeremy. Is it because he's trying to continue on this lifestyle of being the new Nolan so he thinks they're supposed to date? Or I guess that didn't really come clear to me. Okay, so mm, I, I haven't learned. I'm trying to work out how Mason's thinking right now. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get, like, moaning away, like, trying to figure out how he thinks. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've come up with so far. What I've come up with is the fact that Mason... Nolan stole Caitlyn, technically speaking, mm-hmm. from... Mason. Right, okay. So, this is his way of getting her back, but he doesn't want the fake relationship that she and Nolan had. He wants, he wants the real the thing real back. the real one. 
Right. We did talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why he just has this like thing. Cause I'm like, what's up with Jeremy? I think Jeremy's a nice guy. What do you mean you don't like him for her? But I feel like something's going to soon re- be revealed about Jeremy too. It's something going on. Like he had that meeting with, I don't want to butcher her last name. Hotchkiss. Hotchkiss. Claire Mrs. Hotchkiss. Hotchkiss. <laughs> and um, yeah, like, what? How did you even feel about that? Like, Kaylin comes in to, you know, talk to her and let her know, like, I can't do this whole reveal thing. I mean, this spy, set, spy thing. Yeah. And she walks in and Jeremy's there. Like, that was kind of, I don't know if that was like a little hidden gem or clue, too, that we should pay attention to. What do you think? I totally agree. We should pay attention to that only because his, what the research that he's doing is a long analysis, like mm-hmm. data analysis. Mm-hmm. To me, that's with computers mostly. So right. we found out two gems about, like, Mason and Jeremy. Jeremy's into that, but also Mason knows how to work with programming too because he's in the same class with Ava, mm-hmm. even though she, you know, says she's better, but he's not Which terrible could either. Probably be why the the all of the cable or power, whatever you want to call it, all the technology was out during the time of the death, and I don't know, maybe it could all just like so, add up with them knowing this, or maybe. Here I go again with these crazy <laughs> predictions. But maybe that could be Jeremy's yes. thing. Like, maybe he has something to do with that. Because somebody was watching them while they were at, on the track. Like, the, mm-hmm. even the camera moved and, like, kind of moved in on them. Yeah. Wow. So we have to keep our eyes on Mason and Jeremy is what it's sounding like. Well, I mean, Sam did tell us that Graham, who plays Jeremy, said that not to don't discount the British guy. Yeah. Like, don't discount well, him. we're not. We're, he's, he's slowly but surely revealing himself. But I did think it was cute that, you know, they're, try, they, they're in this relationship, him and Caitlin, and they're trying to go, I don't know, exclusive. So I thought that was a cute gateway for them to officially be like, we know was, each other. And I was like, yay, Me like you too. can finally be out. Right, but now I'm thinking like, oh shoot, this may be good for that, but we may still need to keep our eyes on him. Cause it I thought she like broke up with, like, in, a, in, a, in a voicemail, almost. Did they break up or she was just apologizing, just saying like it was a it was apologizing, but also in a in a brush off breakup way. Like I she it was, was saying, more just like a break. Like I'm sorry, I just need space. I have a well, lot yeah. going on. Like not a breakup, but like, but like but a breakup. Even if it's a break, and even though she's doing it to protect him, yeah. Either he's gonna fight for her, which he might. I think he will because he like he legit figured out something. Ha- somebody has something on you real quick because mm-hmm. you're acting the same way you did when Nolan was alive. Yeah. So I mean, he like. Obviously, dude's not dumb. He's not. So ho- I'm really hoping he does fight for her. I know. I'm I'm rooting for them, but you know, I just feel like with typical Pretty Little Liars fashion, you just have to always be on your toes. <laughs> and I'm rooting for them, but at the same time, I'm trying to figure out what is Jeremy's deal? Why is he just so calm? Why is he all of a sudden having these secret meetings and getting funds from Claire? Like, what is that about? But before we go ahead and get into our next topic, do you want to let the viewers know how they can stay in tune with us and catch up? I do. Hey, guys. So before we get on to our next topic, we just want to say thank you for for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we definitely could use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that subscribe button and don't forget to like. And if you're watching us, uh, listening to us on iTunes, because obviously it's a podcast, you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. I'm sorry to tell you that the one through four is just broken. They do not work. I am so sorry to be the bearer of bad news. It's just how the cookie crumbles, you know, give us five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. You guys' theories are amazing. You guys are so live. I love, like, 
checking in your comments every day and being a part of afterbus tv means so much to us we cannot express how much it means but we truly appreciate all you do and supporting us on what we love so don't forget to tell your friends and keep the conversation flowing guys and enjoy your sh- enjoy our shows yes thanks guys again we love all of the feedback all the likes all the love continue to support um i wanted to touch right back on jeremy and caitlin really quick before we move on to our next topic um what did you think about do you think he was he's a little um i don't want to say possessive but wasn't it weird to you how you know she had to cancel their coffee date plans or whatever to meet with mason because they were trying to set him up or you know get him to reveal that he killed nolan and then she gets a text like oh yeah i see that um he's i I went to the library to check on you and you weren't there was that weird to you or was it just like that typical boyfriend concern i feel like it's like a boyfriend concern i mean he like he said we could still be us Mm -hmm. just as we can in town like the university is open and and if i do work for taylor uh, i mean claire hotchkiss there's no reason why i can't be there's no reason why i can't also be at the library using the resources from my boss technically i mean it could work both ways and technically, that thing with Mason ended quickly. She still could have made her date. I'm just saying. She still could have. But she was just so tripped up at the fact that he, you know, pretty much was blackmailed her. Like, oh, yeah, I have this on you, so... I'm going to yeah. call you. Right. You're going to answer, right? <laughs> um, I want... I so want to be like, no, sir. That was <laughs> insane. That was insane. Um, Okay, so just let's get back on to secrets being revealed. How did you feel about when Dylan dropped the bomb on Andrew about Nolan? I mean, like Andrew said, he wanted honesty. But this is the thing with honesty. Like, we say we want honesty, and then when honesty is bestowed upon us... We're not ready for it. And he clearly was not ready for it because he just did not want anything to do with him. And, I mean, granted, you're fair in your anger, Andrew. Yeah, technically before... It was when you were exclusive or before you really got exclusive mm-hmm. to move in with each other. Yes, I did technically sleep with Nolan. And though it took me forever to tell you, I also I kind of wonder if, what, if Dylan just told him that and also would have been like, Nolan blackmailed me the entire time. That's why I was doing his homework. Mm-hmm. This, that's why I was like stuck being friends with him. But if he didn't get in that deep, then yeah. Yeah. I get it. So how did, do you think, because I'm kind of feeling like, do you think Dylan would have told him if he didn't find out that Mason had met Andrew? Because remember, he was like, oh, yeah, I met Mason or whatever. And he was just kind of like, red flag, like, what's going on? So I felt like he was kind of trying to beat him to the punch before Mason told him. Do you think he would have told him before or was it just because of that instance? Because he knows Mason is on their back. I feel like it's been eating at him you think? for like a long time, especially even with Nolan dead. Like, the secret is still out there. Mm-hmm. Somebody knows. Yeah. So it's not like it's not going to be known. And there's a picture of that night. There's yeah. photographic evidence. Yeah. That somebody froze on my iPad. True. So, I mean, you could keep it in and hope it doesn't come out or you can just bury the hatchet. Yeah. See, I I, I mean, I see your point, but I don't think he would have said anything. I think that was just like, oh, shoot, let me tell him before anything else crazy goes on. Because, I mean, it's been on his conscience, but... I mean, it took Mason to make that move to introduce himself that, you know, he revealed it. And maybe that's also why, um, going back to Caitlyn, maybe that's why she was like, we need to take this break. Because when they were at the track field, you know, Mason was creeping on them when they were talking. So I think it had to do with guilt. And it was just like, okay, this is my way to just tell him I have no choice now. Let's just do it. Yeah, because 
they knew Nolan. They and they haven't known Mason for a while, so mm-hmm. Mason's an unknown entity. Yeah, and he's a lot more unpredictable. Yeah. So I don't know. I see both ways. I can see how it, it happened both ways. But either way, it was crazy, and I, I'm. It sucks because I feel like Andrew and Dylan had that ideal relationship. So now that they're kind of, I don't know. I don't see. I'm. I want to see how they will be able to rekindle this after the fact because they were in a relationship. They just weren't technically living together, right? Yeah. During the time they, that. That's why Nolan did it right before they moved in right. for the exclusivity. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was tough. That was a heavy one. That was um, a little heartbreaking almost. And I just, I want to be like, Andrew, like, I get you need a day or so, but don't let the one mistake I made ruin all the good of our relationship. And yeah. obviously, Nolan's dead. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not like we're going to just go back and do it again. Like, and I only did it, I really only did it once. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really kind of wanted to see if Dylan really went for it. Like, said, I'm, he was blackmailing me with this information. Yeah. And the reason I kept doing it is because I didn't want you to know. I mean, granted, I don't think that would have made it any better. Mm-hmm. But at least now you know why I was doing his homework. I was doing Ava's homework. And yeah. that's what Mason knows now, too. And that that's why he introduced himself to you. Like, dude, there's you could just get a little more deep. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make the situation better. Yeah. However, if you're going for honesty. If you're going for honesty, you should have just went full force. I totally agree. But of course they can't do that. Of course they got to keep it, you know, storms off. Then they'll rekindle later and everything will be fine. Um, but I want to get into one of the bigger secrets Caitlyn's truth to Ava, how she like pretty much revealed that she's the reason why everyone knows about her family issues and all of that. That was crazy to me and honestly broke my heart because um, on the episode, Ava, we kind of got a flashback of her visit to the university and how this was a fresh start for her and she was able to finally get out of the spotlight of her um, of her family, all the issues that went, home, went on back home. So for her to find out that this person that she's working with and is supposed to be building this relationship is the person that's revealed everything and caused all of her trauma, that was insane. It, okay, it was. And she has a right to be angry. However, only I really want to play devil's advocate for Kaylin because she said she only told one person. So this is my thing. If she only told one person, I want to know who that person was. Because I feel but like if you tell one I know, person, I know, we granted, know word is gonna get out. <laughs> I mean, granted, but like maybe she didn't know if she told that person because some people legit do keep secrets. They they won't tell nobody. Depends on who your friend is mm-hmm. and who like who, how was your relationship with that person was when you told them. Yeah. So there was no other reason for it to get out except to cause chaos. And the only reason I can think, the only person I can really think she might have told was Mason, and I don't know why. Like, I really just... Or what if she told Nolan, or did Nolan know before no, this? Nolan knew. That's what she found, she knew about them when they started dating. Right. Well, she knew about them when they started dating, but did they ever reveal that, like, Nolan knew about the... I mean, we know that we, he had these secrets, but I guess we don't know that... We don't know if he knew before, um, what's yes. her name, Caitlin found out after researching her. So maybe the person was Nolan and he, well, no, you're right. That doesn't make sense because he was already um, doing all of the blackmailing with them before she even found yeah. out. That was why she searched him. But I don't know. I was, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> okay. And I, like, first of all, I think what did I write down when she did that? I was just like, Ava is calm. And that's, she's that scary kind of, like, mad calm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when someone is so silent and so still that yeah. you should be afraid for your life. Yeah. Like, you, like I mean, granted, if they're yelling and screaming, you're kind of afraid, too. But it's that calm and it's that stillness that you bestow upon yourself mm-hmm. that should let you know that 
Shit's about to get real. That's a good point. I didn't think of that because, you know, we, like we talked about last season, she's dealing with this alcohol um, issue. She's just been closed in, locked in. This episode, she kind of was more out and open, but you're right. Everything she handles is very just quiet and small. So maybe it could be something getting ready to happen to where she's going to have to explode. Well, I mean, she she like, she like exploded like at the end when she told her to get out. And though that she, wasn't a big explosion, though. I'm wasn't. thinking of something crazy. Like, I'm sick of you guys. Okay, this is my... I, kinda, I don't know why, like, after Kaylin said that, I wanted her to reveal her own secret and hope and pray that Ava didn't reveal it either. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was really hoping for that outcome. It obviously did not happen. Yeah. Because I feel like even though now Kaylin told her the truth, like, hey, I'm the rat. I didn't do it to harm you in any way. It seriously was an accident. And things really did get out of control. And I'm so sorry I ruined your fresh start that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But here's my secret, or one of the secrets that I was, I've been keeping... You can keep it or you can spread it out. I would, if I was her, I would just hold the secret about Jeremy. I would have kept yeah. the ones about my mom's to myself. Um, yeah, because Ava's gonna be that vindictive type of person. She'll come for she like she mm-hmm. know that secret. She'll come for you. Right, that's a good point. Why didn't she just like you know put it all on the table? Like, hey, I know this secret about. Well, I'm the. This is my secret. I've been holding from you. I'm the one who revealed it. But here now, you have this on me. Like Allison said in the beginning, everybody just tell each other secrets so they can become one. But it just seems like in this episode, it completely backfired and just completely went out of control. But can you can we notice the fact that? Ava did not reveal one secret this episode. Right. She, she's the only one that we still she's the we only don't know. one that we don't know, and she's the only one that no one came out about. I actually I think I wrote that down because Mason confronted um mm-hmm. Dylan and he confronted Caitlin, and then Caitlin told her secret about what she did to her, but we didn't have any dirt on Ava. I That's, mean, we we kind of do, but um, we do, but it wasn't expressed. The only dirt, the we money, had, the only. Oh, that the money that we found in her room. Yes. So well, the the money that Dana was talking to her about, like she because she says she always pays in cashier's check, not a de- oh, deposit yeah, account. Yeah, that did happen. I forgot Dana wasn't really active this episode. That was oh, a little quick second. That was a good. Ep- that was legit. That for that scene, that was everything. Especially when Allison mm-hmm. came in, that was my favorite part. Really, the whole episode. Well, not my. Like, oh, okay. it, was, it was. It was seriously one of the top. It was one of the top three, and it was, the reason was because when. Uh, Allison came over to, like, you know, kind of stop the conversation. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, my Ava, going your way. We can meet up later. It's totally yeah, fine. That it's like that Mama Allie comes out. It's, yeah. I don't know. I love that. But I completely forgot about that. You're right. So we did have a minor secret, but it wasn't as explosive. They didn't, like put it out there as big as the others. It was, really, was, was really kind of just like that hidden gem that maybe will be revealed a little later because we saw that bag full of money. So yes. it was the same one she found after Dana had questioned her in her house. Mm-hmm. It's the same duffel bag of money. Yeah. And what, what I loved about that scene was Dana said, the more I learn about you, like the less I feel like I know you. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't figure you out, Allison. Allison, I legit was just like, yes, OG Allison. Yeah. I was just like, she's like, don't feel bad. A lot of people have tried. <laughs> I was like, come through. Yeah. Allison was, she was with uh, this episode. Also, fun fact, Dana Booker actually did three episodes of Pretty Little Liars. Really? Yeah. She played played a character for Pretty Little Liars beforehand. So if she seemed familiar to anybody, that's why. Yeah. So what's the the chat talking about? Let's see some Um, theories or what are you guys thinking is going on in this episode? There's a there's a lot of different things. Um I say um Amber Crossland says Dylan did the right thing. I don't think it's too late for him and Andrew. 
Olivia says, I feel a duel is happening like from the movie Scream. The duel is Mason and Jeremy. <gasps> oh my God. That'd I be love dope. Scream. Um, that would be really cool. Let's see. Jazzy Jones says, that's a good point, but I think Dylan was already going to tell Andrew before Ava. Really? The Max 727 says, Kaylin needs to pull a Hannah and just tell her boyfriend what's going on because he can probably help her. Yes, I totally agree. Let Jeremy be Caleb for a second. Um, I would love that. Sarah Wu says, um uh i wonder if oh i wouldn't like if my boyfriend does the same thing that jeremy did because jeremy obviously was overprotective Mm -hmm. and some people are like questioning that some people are liking the fact that he did check up on her because obviously see i thought she was lying yeah but i'm with the people who are just like that was kind of weird because it was to me just like okay yeah we're in a relationship but just because we've you know found out we can kind of start publicly talking that don't mean you can just start popping up on me at random places or trying to check on me i thought it was kind of creepy but that could just be that's what amber said actually amber (laughs) crossland she agreed she says jeremy is totally creeping me out yeah he is we're we're here (laughs) like i i find that endearing that like now that the person that was holding his back is technically gone, so now we actually can be public. I think he's a little bit more giddy to actually go for that next step to actually be seen publicly with her. It could be that, too. Yeah, I could see that. He's just excited, and it's just like, what? why are you switching up now? Like, we've, we've kind of come to an understanding that we can be, you know, open. But, like I said, I just feel like on this show, we gotta be on our toes, and it's just something up. He's meeting with, <laughs> with Claire, and now he's just sneaking up on her. Like, what's going on, Jeremy? We need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll find out some information. Yeah, I think we will, too. Okay, let's talk about Mona. And that. let's talk about, okay, what was this computer thing or whatever? Not just chess. We, I want to talk about that, too. But how they were doing this thing where three people oh, came up. They were that looking matched, at her algorithm. So right. that's, that's what it was. All so, the numbers and lists were her algorithm that she set up when she came to Beacon Heights. Mm-hmm. So to find... You know, find Matches the best, for mentors. The, no, no, find the best students. Like, that that was how it kind of cleared up the admissions thing. Okay. So when people submitted, like, her algorithm would go through and pick out which people would be best for Beacon Heights. Okay. Depending on the criteria that whoever, I think, maybe But didn't Claire she mention a mentorship program, too, though, kind of? Yeah, yeah, she meant, technically, every faculty member is given a student to mentor. Right. Which is why she was Caitlin's mentor. Right. And then that's when we revealed that she was similar to Ray. I'm going to... Hargadorn. Hargadorn. You always got me with those names. Um, And come to find out, he's not a faculty member or a student. Well, that's what, you know, she couldn't find in the system. And then we get to the end where she finds Ray. What do you think is going on with that whole thing? Like, what is Ray? What is he... What is he... How did he pop up? What does he know? You walk into his room and he has all the newspapers yes. and stuff up. What's your opinion? The janitor did it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the bully did it. I really, I really it. like, you know, seriously, as when that popped up, that was the first thing that popped into my head to say. Yeah. The janitor did it. Yeah. Like, when you have a creepy clippings of newspaper articles of everything that's happening or has happened at BHU, mm-hmm. those are telling signs that something is not right. Those are telling signs, but have you ever heard the janitor knows everything and True. sees all? So, yeah, it's like you know, club. yeah, it's like, it's, it's that thing where you can't, you... If you don't know what's going on in the school or just what's going on, talk to the janitor because they're just by themselves cleaning up. But really, they're probably listening and they know the high school or whatever college back, like front to back. So I'm thinking maybe he stepped in. Well, he's stepping in to be like, hey, I know what's going on. Like he knows everything all along. Or maybe he could have been that person in the woods with them 
who knows? Like, maybe he just, he's trying to reveal to Mona what's really going on because he may have these eyes and he knows. Or he could be the killer. Or he tried to kill her. Yeah. Like, that screwdriver. Or he could have been obsessed with Taylor because I think Taylor, he had, like, an article of Taylor on there. Maybe he was, like, obsessed with her and ran her off or something like that because we still don't know why she's gone. So, yeah. I don't know. Another crazy theory, but whatever <laughs> okay so the fact that taylor is obsessed with um the oz like the emerald city and everything first of mm-hmm. all those are 12 books mind you granted yeah. i think she only had like seven but they're the author has 12 books on oz alone mm-hmm. starting in the 1900 like when the yeah. first one came out so the fact that the patchwork girl is her favorite book it was and came out it's a sixth book in the whole series and the fact that she actually kept it and took it with her this is, have you, did you notice that when her, Allison, was talking to Claire, mm-hmm. and she was like, have, have somebody ever told you, like, how brave you're being? Wait, Allison said this to... Claire was telling this to Allison. Okay. Like, saying how she was, like, when people, like, when somebody dies, like, you're just, you're so brave. Right. Okay, did you, have you, did you notice her word choice? I didn't. Okay. Enlighten me. I'm excited. So, this, this, it tripped me up. Like, it was just like, I don't know if this is supposed to be a gym or hidden Easter egg. What is it supposed to be? But I'll have questions and concerns. Because... Um, well, first of all, when Allison tried to return the book, she was like, no, it belongs at the house. Okay. Cool. We can, we can, we can get with that can because it's technically in Taylor's old house, whatever. Cool. But then she said, um, you know, people call her brave. They said that when Nolan died, when Taylor left, she didn't say when Taylor died or committed suicide. She said when Taylor left, mm. that word choice is telling for me. Mm, like that Claire, maybe she knows she knows that a lot more than she's trying to yeah so either she knows her daughter is still alive mm-hmm. and maybe she's also searching for her daughter still there's a there's a lot more claire's playing with today yeah that's valid and i think that can also go back to you remember how i was saying it's just something not right like for a mother to lo- not she lost both of her kids and she's not to me she's just not mourning at all like i know people deal with death di- differently but maybe that could be a thing too because she already knows one of her her kids is still alive and you know it's just like i gotta hold this secret it's unfortunate that nolan's gone now but taylor's still here i don't know i don't know <laughs> taylor's still here just gotta find her <laughs> okay so this is also something interesting. Okay, so the Mommy Dearest that they want to see. Mommy Dearest is a movie about Joan Crawford and her adopted daughter, Christina uh, Crawford. Mm-hmm. And their relationship, their, it was uh, physical and, and emotionally abusive, right? There are similarities to, I feel like, what Claire and Taylor's relationship could have been like. Maybe not physical, but definitely maybe the emotional abuse. Because Claire strives for perfection. Not mm-hmm. just in her employees, at Beacon Heights, in her home, and in her children, and her family. She strives to be perfection, and she mm-hmm. she pushes and pressures her kids for that too. The fact that they actually chose that movie was really telling. I feel like it was another like hitting gem they're trying to like throw. Dang, you're catching all the hidden gems. I did not get that at all. Like even like the title of the thing is the Ghost Sonata is yeah. a, is a play, and one of the things in the play is the fact that the uh, the playwright feels that family is evil. Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not something because he doesn't understand what family is, mm. which is also kind of like how you were saying in the, like how this episode like. The secrets are supposed to bring them together, but it's not. It's, it's, it's the opposite. Completely, yeah. Wow, that's a great point. So I feel like there's a lot of like Easter eggs coming it's through. A lot, here. But you know what? I think it's gonna awesome up later. But that's what I love about episodes like this and the one before because you gotta you gotta throw in those little bitty things. Then at the end, it's gonna be that big aha moment. Like, oh, that's what happened in this episode. Now it's all coming together. That's crazy. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Sorry, I went on a rant. But like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, but okay, 
it was a lot of like pretty little liar, you know, yeah. backstories going on. Tell us about this whole Emily thing because you know I'm I want your opinion. You're a diehard Pretty Little Liars fan. What was up with that? The whole divorce petition papers, all of that. So um apparently Allison and Emily are getting a divorce. And like I mean, granted, we th- we thought, you know, they were still be together at least in mm-hmm. the season. Um, I mean, maybe they can they can still be together. Obviously, just because you're broken up, you still have two daughters. You're still going to be right. in each other's life for 18 years plus. So I mean, it's not like you will never see each other ever exactly. again. You will still deal with you each other for the rest of your life. For the well, rest at least of your for life. the rest of your kids' lives or your life, whatever. For the rest of your life, you're gonna like we're gonna be okay. We're like I have to see you. Yeah, I have to I have to raise my daughters with you, even though de- obviously I'm you know living in it, like a whole other mm-hmm. side of the country. It kind of hurt my heart, but I get it. Yeah, and only I get in the way of the relationship. Even though some people in the chat really, they won't be mad if Paige comes back and like hits yeah. up with Emily. Nobody's gonna be upset with that. Um, I feel like now Allison has to figure out because she never really got the chance to date. Like even Pearl she like she did date, but it was mostly guys, and then she fell in love with Emily, mm-hmm. and then it's, she stayed with Emily. So I think she also this is a time for her. To also not only just move on, figure out who Austin is without Emily, find yeah. out who Austin is as a woman. Does she will she like still date another woman? Will she still date another mm-hmm. man? Those are questions she has to have to answer for herself. Yeah, that's deep. Wow. May I mean it's not like she has like a, a love life right now, but I think like like you said, she's trying to start over a new fresh start, and with just so much going on, like how can you keep up with you know? past relationships especially after the last dude she married tried to kill us so you yeah. know it's that's crazy but yeah i i was like i need to talk to jay about this because <laughs> i know she's gonna be flipping out about this whole thing with it Emily. was that was so sad though to watch like her like you know like grab her glass of wine and like take yeah. that final step and of, take the ring off take the ring off like, and set it on oh top of the divorce papers yeah that was really heartbreaking yeah it was it definitely was um but the last thing because we got to get to our special segment of course um let's talk about when allison found taylor that and, was crazy and taylor locked her in her trailer. and locked her in the trailer girl what you why like why though well, right like, like it was I, just like this could be whatever you and nolan were plotting against or whatever like this person clearly she's figured things out so maybe this can be your help but it also could have just been that natural reaction to like no one's supposed to know that i'm here how did she find my trailer because allison put those clues together really well like she 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 ain't no she ain't no amateur she, no she's not she's definitely like i'm og i'm not new to this i'm true to this um, i'm ready <laughs> to find her i'm true to this i love this yeah, so that was that whole scene was crazy, and then like there was blood on the floor. Like I really want to yeah. know what was that was all about. That definitely it was shocked jelly. Me. Like it was from a jar, like a jar. Oh, it was jelly. I yeah, thought it was blood. Like, it, it's right, and that's what they do to us, right? They make us think like it is something, oh, and then when she opened the cabinet. It was a it was a fallen jar. Yeah, but I was like, ooh, maybe it's like a heart or something. <laughs> I don't know, you know, uh, I would just be like, like, like a telltale heart, like, beep, beep. I, no, <laughs> like, I don't know, I thought it was like an organ or something, it, it dropped out and it was leaking, I don't know, like I said, I have to keep my mind <laughs> open when it comes to Pretty Little Liars, it just, random things happen. Now you gotta think of a telltale heart, like the heart in, like, the floorboard just going, beep, beep, boop, no, boop, I don't I don't know what that is. A telltale heart? Okay, that's a whole other thing. Right. We, got we, time. Have, we got time. Okay. We got time for that. We don't <laughs> have time, but that was crazy. That was insane. But let's go ahead and get into our special segment, Pretty Little Lies or Pretty Little Truth. Want to take it over? Okay, so technically, 
It was just my feeling of the show, so that's what the question is. Do we think that Claire knows that Taylor is alive? Um, do we think that? I think she does. I'm, I call it for a truth. I'm just like, there are certain words she's been saying that has, allude, has eluded me mm-hmm. to believe she doesn't believe her daughter's dead. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. Because, and like I, to me personally, just because she's just so calm about everything. And she, I, I think she just puts on this act that she's still mourning her death. Like, you remember a few episodes back, she was, they were in the living room and she was having wine with her and she was telling her how, telling Allison how, like, you remind me so much of my daughter and things like that. I don't know. All of that seemed like a fake front to me. I think she knows that she's alive. Yeah. Definitely. She can't find her, but she knows. But she knows. Yeah. That's, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Um, but do we want to go ahead and get into some news before we wrap up? Yeah, let's do that real quick, guys. TV news. So, I mean, obviously the whole Emerson thing was very big news. But our news today, if you were watching tonight, uh, yesterday's episode, and you recognize Ava's dad, his name is Michael, but you also might recognize him as Protozoa from Xenon, the... <laughs> 20, like the girl of the 21st century on from Disney Channel and this year is his 20th anniversary now this is a clip that Sophia posted to celebrate the 20th anniversary and it's funny and gives you all the feels I love it so automatic <laughs> zoom 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 Boom, boom. <laughs> oh my god. I and she go. joins him is oh, everything. That's so cute. I need to go back and watch all of those. He's um, actually movies. British. He's actually from London. So his accent was real. Like it's real. So that's really wow, cool. That's beautiful. Guys, if it did not give you all the feels, it gave me all the feels because I love Xenon. He was awesome and he was very gorgeous with his silver hair. Yeah. Come on, you can't do much better. You can't. Well, that was great news. Thanks. But let's go ahead and get into predictions. Okay. Since we're talking about Ava's dad, I predict that maybe I should let the music in first. (laughs) (laughs) I predict that her dad is making his way back slowly but surely. I mean, she walked into the room and that music box was just open and she had a note and all. it was just all of this crazy stuff. So I predict that. Again, like you said, I predict that um, Claire knows that Taylor is alive and I think it's some crazy stuff going on with Jeremy and we're going to see that he's kind of twisted too in this whole situation. Okay, I predict that the new liar is about to do something drastic to get Mason off their back. Uh, it's going to be very interesting for next week's episode. Mm. And I predict that hopefully Allison can convince Taylor to let her in, to let her help. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, listen, Allie, Allie, I'm calling her Allie. Allison is here for you. Taylor, just open up. Let her let her come in and save the day. <laughs> but um, that that's it for our episode today, guys. Shay, you want to go ahead and tell them where they can find you? You guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. 6 p.m. Sundays now for Now Apocalypse. And guys, we have a very special guest coming next week. I will not spoil it for you. You have to tune in to find out who it is. He has something to do with the show. That's all you're going to get from me. Okay. Well, you you guys can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prude. You can catch me on Monday for the On My Block after show at 6 p.m. And you can also catch me on The Voice after show at 7 p.m. on Tuesday nights. Um, Yeah. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. (laughs)
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.